Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods. Black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's my future. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of Wild Oil of Oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today we're talking about uh, an unprecedented threat to supplement choice. We're sounding the alarm about uh, a couple of initiatives in Congress that may limit your choices and raise supplement costs uh, completely unnecessary because uh, we're well aware of the fact that Supplements have a very high margin of safety, but uh, the regulators and their henchmen, Congress people, uh, seem to be on the warpath against supplements So once again, and we need to push back against that. With us today is the executive director of the Alliance for Natural Health, an organization uh, which I've belonged to for two decades, and I'm now medical director. Uh, A&H is dedicated to preserving access to natural therapies of our choice. It's a consumer organization, and uh, we really are a grassroots movement because uh, in America, uh, we're in a minority. People who choose to support their health through natural means, uh, unfortunately, uh, there are perhaps tens of millions of us, but uh, the medical paradigm, the pharmaceutical paradigm uh, reigns supreme. So, uh, uh, Gretchen, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, look, you know, th- this isn't likely to be a big deal. Uh, this can't happen here. Uh, the U.S. Uh, has a tradition of free enterprise and uh, freedom of choice. Uh, but something's happening across the Atlantic that uh, portends trouble for us here in the United States. It's called harmonization. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I can. Um, In Europe, they've been working on this for several decades. And what they've done is looked at all supplements and they're creating maximum levels, maximum allowable levels. And they're doing this using a risk-based approach. Generally, you would think that you would look at the risk versus the benefit of a particular nutrient. But what they're doing is they're looking at the risks only. In addition to that, they're looking at the most dangerous form of a particular ingredient. Or I could say the form that more people would be likely to react to. So an example would be magnesium. Mm -hmm. They're looking at magnesium and determining what the maximum allowable level should be sold in supplements. Mm -hmm. But they're going to base that 
on magnesium oxide, which, you know, a little bit too much of that, it's basically, it's a laxative and it could cause some, yep. you know, some, yep. some discomfort. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, sta the, the standard level that they'll come up with, they're then going to apply to magnesium glycinate, magnesium citrate, all of the other magnesiums. And that's a good example because I think everybody, <laughs> almost everybody is low in magnesium and is so, such a beneficial and harmless mm -hmm. nutrient. Um, so, so what they're doing is creating these really low levels and applying them to, 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 uh, nutrients based on, um, I would say the lowest common denominator or the most fragile and sensitive population groups. Uh, it's, it's sort of akin to banning bread because there are celiacs out there. Mm -hmm. Um, they want to protect everyone. So because of this, supplements are really hard to come by. It's, it's, it's a process. Again, it's been happening for decades. It's being slowly implemented. It's sort of like a slow boiling frog. But if you have friends that live in Europe, you know that at this point they're coming to the U.S. to get mm -hmm. their supplements because yep. they can't find them anymore over there. And people think, well, that could never happen here. But guess what? The Institute of Medicine, which is now the National Academies of Sciences, I mean, they've been doing the same thing. For example, they issued a report, gosh, maybe seven or eight years ago on vitamin D, where they found really anything higher than 600 IU is not necessary. Anything higher wow. than 4,000 is dangerous. Wow. They're saying anything higher than 4,000 is dangerous. Wow. And of course, a lot of people take higher doses than that. They monitor their levels, and and um and it can be helpful for a lot of a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And I wish I had a buck for uh, every patient of mine who can barely sustain adequate levels of vitamin D uh, with four thousand international units per day, and it varies. You know, some people do fine. You know, with a little, you know, a thousand. Uh, you know, in winter months, and then they get uh, sunlight, and then they're fine. But uh, some people have, you know, and it's genetic. It's also related to people's underlying condition. So this would really hamstring uh, practitioners in terms of delivering meaningful doses of supplements. I guess they're sort of taking a, uh, you know, a centrum kind of approach to vitamins and supplements. They're saying, yeah, vitamins and supplements, uh, you know, uh, take a multivitamin, uh, you know, some low potency thing and you'll be fine. But when you're talking about, uh, targeted nutrition, we often go higher. And the example of magnesium is interesting because I got to say, you know, I've been in practice for, you know, 35 years. Uh, I can't think of a single instance where a patient has come to harm, uh, by taking too much magnesium with the exception that, you know, if you take too much magnesium, you know it, especially mm -hmm. in a cheap, form of magnesium oxide and magnesium citrate, which are laxatives. And I actually, <laughs> I employ magnesium citrate for my constipated patients. Uh, they mm -hmm. love it. You know, they take uh, two, three, four of those and, you know, it makes them regular. And it also uh, supplants their magnesium levels. And, and the studies suggest, and you talk about benefits versus risks, there's an enormous problem worldwide in terms of magnesium deficiency because of our depleted soils and our poor diets and stress levels and medications that we take, where it's estimated that perhaps 50 or 60% of people have suboptimal levels of magnesium, and that contributes enormously to the burden of disease, hypertension, stroke, and so on. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they need to look at, you know, risk-benefit equation. Yeah, okay, uh, you know, a few people might come to harm if they get diarrhea from magnesium oxide, but... What about all the other people who will be deprived of the benefits of magnesium by lowering the threshold? 
That's right. And you made such a good point in terms of depleted soil and depleted nutrients and foods, because that's a common response that I hear. Uh, well, you know, people just need to eat a well-balanced diet. Well, first of all, uh, what you're saying is exactly true. Those that are out there eating the best diet possible, you would have to eat eight oranges to get the same amount of vitamin C that your grandma got from one orange in 1950. So, you know, that is out the window because we, you can't eat enough to get the nutrients that you need. But secondly, most people don't eat a perfect diet. And those that do also have this additional challenge. A lot of people have um, digestive issues, absorption problems. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons that medical professionals or nutritionists would feel it necessary to, again, recommend, you know, higher dosages. The, the point is that we should have the freedom um, to, to access the supplements we need to prescribe the supplements your patient needs, um, or suggest for health coaches. And for that to be taken away from us based on this one size fits all approach, it's a drug model, right? It's a one size fits all approach. Let's create one standard level and give it to everyone. We're all different. Indeed. And coming back to that example of magnesium, uh, they want to limit the, uh, dosage to, uh, 250 milligrams of elemental magnesium, uh, per dosage. But for hypertension, uh, a big study recently found that supplementation with magnesium in an average of 410 milligrams a day for 11 months, just shy of a year, significantly reduced blood pressure uh, and with an even greater effect at higher doses. So they're not permitting a meaningful dose of magnesium for that specific purpose. That's right. And uh, let's talk about how many people have cardiovascular disease. I mean, how many people could benefit from this? Well, this, it's a harmful, I mean, excuse me, it's a harmless supplement versus the harmful prescription drugs that they would prescribe for then for these patients that do have high blood pressure instead. Well, cardiac arrhythmias, you know, many, many problems arise from suboptimal magnesium. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors this opportunity to share a vital message with you. Here goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to today's guest. Gretchen Dubow, Executive Director of the Alliance for Natural Health. Uh, so what does Bill Gates have to do with this? He seems to be uh, you know, sort, of, sort of lurking uh, in the background around some unsavory international initiatives. Uh, is he involved at some level? You know, that's a, it's a good question. In 2018, he convened a workshop 
Um, they were looking at methodologies and approaches that could be applied uniformly across countries and setting these nutrient intake recommendations. So that's basically what you're talking about there is harmonization, looking at, you know, how could we, and this is happening separately in Codex on an international level. They're kind of looking at this question of, um, what the maximum level dosage should be for your magnesium, your vitamin D, your vitamin A, your B12, for all of them. And they want to create, again, it's one size fits all. But what he was working on there is across the board, so internationally setting these standards. So what's happening in Codex or what's been happening, there's a lot of misinformation and confusion about Codex, but they're looking at creating standards that then individual countries could choose to adopt. So it's, it's, kind, it's the same thing. I can see that applying to the computer world because uh, I want my computer to play nicely with uh, a computer in uh, Sweden. For example, I interviewed a guest who was in Stockholm uh, yesterday. So I'm glad, you know, he had the same kind of software I have. So yeah, harmonization works in the uh, uh, tech realm, which is the realm uh, that uh, Bill Gates emerged from. But harmonization of uh, nutrient levels uh means that you get kind of a low, lowest common denominator effect. Uh, the country with the most draconian regulations kind of pulls more than its weight, uh, and you get a watering down of the supplement uh, standards. Well, I can tell you on an international level, the main players involved in this conversation are in Europe, the United States, and Australia. Um, in Canada a little bit too. So we already know what's happening in Europe and they have a major say, say in what's happening. So it, it is definitely the lowest common denominator that, that we're seeing here. And again, think about who benefits. It's the big companies that are selling internationally that they want access yes. to more markets. And I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it is the antithesis of what most patients receive when they work with an integrative medical doctor or a naturopathic doctor who's working with, you know, practitioner brands that are specialized for specific conditions that it's individualized medicine. What about uh, the introduction of innovative new ingredients? Because, uh, you know, from time to time, there, you know, the, the supplement industry is coming up with, uh, very, uh, innovative products, uh, products that are well vetted by science. And, you know, I can think of several that have emerged, you know, within the last five years. Is this going to create a higher bar to introduction of, of new, uh, supplement ingredients that might be really, uh, you know, credible breakthroughs. Well, that's going to relate to the new dietary ingredient notification process that FDA is. There's a guidance um, draft that's been circulating. They've actually gone through a couple different draft versions, and they are supposed to finalize it in the next year. That essentially, I had referred to this before, it requires new dietary ingredients to go through something that's very similar to a new drug approval process Yikes. in terms of you know, RCTs, these really high burdens that are expensive. Now, if you're creating a drug, you have market exclusivity, you have exclusive patent protection. So drug companies can afford to go through this process. Um, they have the coffers to do it. And then they have exclusive sale of that, you know, drug. Supplement companies, it's different. They don't have the same type of patent protection. They certainly don't have a corner on the market. So it, it already is a problem through this new dietary ingredient notification guidance. Um, but what's interesting is 
um, a lot of because it hasn't been completed yet, and there's some uncertainty about how to comply. A lot of companies haven't yet gone through all of this. This is where the Durban list comes in, the mandatory product listing, because one of the versions of the bill out there, um, the one that they're seeking to attach to Padufa, would require supplement companies to disclose whether or not their product is an NDI, whether it has complied with this separate FDA requirement. So the concern is that. FDA could easily sweep the market. And we did an economic analysis, or I should say that we um, worked with an economist, Joanna mm-hmm. Shepard Bailey, with the first introduction of this guidance mm-hmm. document. And she created the economic analysis and determined we could lose up to about 41,000 supplements through this guidance process. But it's a you know one-by-one kind of approach unless the FDA can do a clean sweep with this list. So that's the fear. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, though, that I do know Many supplement companies are are hesitant. There are not as many new formulas. I, I know of a couple in particular that have altogether stopped um, with new formulas because mm-hmm. they don't want to deal with it. And right. we're the ones, you know, you you as a as a doctor, me as a patient, you know, we're the ones that suffer because we lose that innovation and those formulas that can be really beneficial. Going beyond this uh, urgent supplement uh, issue, and by the way, you know, we urge people to visit uh, anh-usa.org and uh, click on the action alert and participate in the campaign to uh, stop the Durban bill, stop the Padufa bill. Uh, we don't want uh, additional infringements on our access to supplements. Uh, can you give the, you know, the elevator speech about what ANH does? Because it, it's, it's way more than, uh, an organization that safeguards access to supplements, right? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, The Alliance for Natural Health represents the entire natural health community. A majority of our members are consumers. We are a grassroots army of consumers who are educated and want to make sure that they have access to all of the options out there to maintain their health naturally. We also work with thousands of medical doctors that use integrative approaches, other alternative practitioners, and naturopathic physicians. And there are various um, you know, supplement companies and natural food companies that are interested in the work that we do. And the issues, right now we're talking about supplements, but as you said, it's way more because it's everything in terms of natural health options. We educate and also make sure that folks have access to homeopathic medicines, individualized compounded medications like bioidentical hormones, including estriol. Um, we want to help protect people from the chemicals in the environment that are making them sick to begin with and ensure that they have access to natural practitioners and alternative practitioners that can help them get well. And as you know, there are various avenues seeking to eliminate our access to not only the modalities that we need, including information about them. There's an enormous amount of censorship, but also the 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 so-called misinformation, disinformation, that whole thing, uh, which has really uh, squelched the discourse about uh, natural uh, options and alternatives. That's right. And it was really, really disturbing, particularly during COVID, to censor information that was critical so that people could really help to take care of themselves going through that pandemic. 
Indeed. So that's an example where we worked to look at all of the studies out there and, you know, interviewed the experts in terms of, you know, boots on the ground, those that are treating thousands of COVID patients, what is actually working? Because the federal government wasn't giving us any options. They weren't even providing a protocol. They were saying, you know, wear a mask, get vaccinated as soon as one's available. And then eventually one was, but, you know, they weren't saying anything about what else people could do. They weren't talking about the comorbidities, the risk factors, you know, how we could really um, protect and enhance our immune systems to try to um, create some protection during the pandemic. So indeed. we stepped in. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you know, ANH has been, you know, very, very forthright about uh, advocating for uh, enlightened self-care. You know, that's what it is, really. This is a grassroots movement. Uh, the government's not going to hand solutions to you on a platter. In fact, the opposite. They're going to deny you access to solutions in many cases. And so the need for an organization like Alliance for Natural Health. Uh, Gretchen, how can people, in addition to, to uh, signing up for the action alert uh, and notifying members of Congress, uh, how do people uh, get the newsletter? How do people become attuned to the activities? You're on social media. You're on so – what are – the ways to get involved. Yes. Yes, um, we are. And well, on our website, so folks can go and they can take action on our Durban alert um, in terms of the bill we've been talking about today, but they can also in the upper right hand corner hit there's a green button to join. And it's free, they can sign up to receive our newsletter, we send it out a couple times a week, with just a few articles that summarize things like Senator Durban's legislation, but some of the other issues that we're talking about too. kind of whatever's going on, we keep people in the know. And we always give them an opportunity to make their voice is heard with their members of Congress or their state legislators or with the FDA, whoever the regulatory body is, um, to make sure that we can maintain access to information and the different um, natural health modalities that we need to stay healthy. So if you're a health conscious consumer, I, you know, I'm going to urge you to get involved with ANH. Uh, it's essential that you become involved because uh, it's an organization that looks out for your interests. And, you know, if you're feeling frustrated by you know, what's going down in the political realm, uh, all politics is local and our neighborhood is the neighborhood of natural health. And so we need to be active, you know, whatever political party, whatever your orientation is, uh, this is a bipartisan organization. We draw from membership on both sides of the political spectrum. And in spite of many of the controversies that divide us, uh, we as health consumers are united in our support for natural options. So that's what ANH is all about. And I hope that uh, you get involved and I hope that you respond in a timely way to this uh, action alert because the sooner that we can let our voices be heard in Congress, uh, the sooner we can uh, have an impact on our, on our legislators so that they can kill the bill. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Gretchen. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. ANH-USA.org is the place to go. And this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. 
My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com.